What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of Unpopular Opinions, where we go over our own opinions of things and what other people said, and just give our own opinions and reactions. My name is William Pepper. I'm your co-host, and here we have Chris Schillman. What's up, Chris? What Gucci? <laughs> we all good here. I can't wait to dive in. Great. Yeah, we have a lot of things to talk about. Um, you know, for unpopular opinions, they can be about anything. But uh, for today, we're just gonna stick to sports. The next time we can go over pop culture and you know, whatever else is going on in the world. So uh, first off, we're gonna be talking about basketball, NBA. And um, this might make a lot of people mad, but in my opinion, there's a lot of players that are overrated. You know, for example, I put down Kyrie. That might make a lot of people mad, but he's a really good player, I think. Uh, and however, he's not able to win without LeBron or someone else. What do you think? I agree. I agree. I think Kyrie is vastly overrated. Um, I think he's kind of suffering in the intellectual department these days. Um, <laughs> he's, 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 he doesn't think through things very well. And I think he, uh, yeah, I think he definitely needs to have a, a star player behind him to actually make him shine. He's not the best player on a championship team. I don't care what anyone else says. I do not see him as a championship player, best player on a championship team, for sure. Um, someone else that I think is vastly overrated, Trey Young. Trey Young, really? Trey Young is vastly overrated. I'll tell you right now, I would take John Moran over Trey Young in a heartbeat. Mm. Well, I think it's hard to say for Trey Young because they're they're pretty new, you know. I mean, for players like Kyrie, um, they're obviously really talented, and he's like super crafty and he can shoot and he has amazing handles. But in terms of like team and like winning a ring, I don't think he's the centerpiece because he 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 left Cleveland, he left LeBron to become that guy when when he joined Boston, right? But yeah. he couldn't get anything done. He was he was put in a great team with a lot of great young players, and they were still unable to win. And instead of working on that, he left again to go to Brooklyn. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, KD is a really good player, so they might be able to do something. But we'll have to see. That's the thing, though. I actually think KD is overrated. Um, you know, he's overrated which I know goes into another topic, but I think he's vastly overrated. He's very, very talented, but I don't see him as the best player on a title team either. Uh, I disagree with that one, because... Oh. <laughs> oh, you disagree. KD is Why? a top three player in the league right now. Okay, okay. Top three. Okay, I would put... I would make my top three Giannis, Kawhi, um, probably Braun. Uh, Kawhi is really good, but he's not better than KD. You think so? No, he, he's not better. <laughs> <laughs> he's not better. Kawhi straight shut down KD and the entire 73 win Warriors team by himself. He had him up by 20 in the playoffs just a couple years ago. And like, and then last year, of course, the guys got, 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 got injured, but Kawhi took over that series. Like Kawhi single-handedly can take it, can take on an entire team by himself. I mean, we've seen that with the Spurs and with the Raptors. The entire team 
the whole Warriors team was like injured. So yeah, um, but like, but match. that's but the year when the Warriors lost to the to the Cavs in 2016, the Warriors. Um, no, no, it was the year before that. Yeah, the year before that. No, no, 2017, 2017. That was the KD's first year when he was with the Warriors. Do you remember the Western Conference Final? San Antonio Spurs versus the Golden State Warriors. That was why I got injured, right? Uh huh. Right. Yeah, I do. Before I do. Kawhi went down, they were up by 20 plus in that game because Kawhi literally took out Clay, Steph, and KD in the same game by himself. I'm not knocking Kawhi. Like, <laughs> but KD is unguardable. He's like seven foot with a Steph Curry jump shot. You know what I mean? Like, how how are you gonna stop that? I don't. I mean. No, 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 no disrespect. No, that boy can play. I mean. He can play, but he's he's no Kawhi, man. He's no claw. He's no claw. Kawhi <laughs> is definitely top five too. But um, I think okay. moving on. What do you think about Westbrook? Yeah. Westbrook? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, he's a he's kind of a ball hog. Yeah. Yeah. He gets his ten plus assists a game, but he does it in the most unnatural way. Right, right, right. I like I, I don't see him winning a title, honestly. I don't see any combination of him with any, with anybody in this league where he wins a title. Mm-hmm. Like I think he's overrated a bit. Like he's very ta- he's very talented. There was a period where I thought he was the best player in the league. No lie, there was a part when I thought, <laughs> and I started realizing that like he's kind of a destructive player. Does that make sense? Like yeah. Well, I think overrated me like. For considering how much he gets paid, which is like an extreme amount, he's not worth yeah. it. Like, like he's not. If I could choose a point guard, he's definitely not like in the top ten. I would choose. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like getting a max contract right now. I would not consider him a max contract player. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, I think we're on that. We're on the same page. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of like Ben Simmons and uh, Joel Embiid? Okay, unpopular opinion. I think Joel Embiid is a good player, but but um, I think Joel Embiid's clearly the best player on that team. Mm-hmm. He's agree. clearly he's clearly the best player on that team. Uh, ben Simmons, I think he can shoot better than people think. Give him credit for. I think he's I think he's overrated, but I do think he can shoot better than people give him credit for. He's just, I think he's just his thing that's getting in his head. He's he's soft. He's soft. I think he's I think he's soft. Mm. Like like he's unwilling to do the things that he needs to do to really live up to his potential. And be and as long as he does that, he's gonna always be overrated in my book. Because right. people are always gonna be trying to make him out to be like a top ten point guard, and I just don't see it. He's too soft in my book. Yeah, and it's like such a waste because he's like six foot ten, right? And He's super athletic, right? And he's a great um, playmaker, but he's just not really, like, his shooting is so bad. And maybe it's just, it'll get better as he gets older. But for now, I don't I don't think he's going to win a ring anytime soon. And Joel no. Embiid and him, their play styles are kind of different. They kind of clash, which is kind of weird. So I'm not sure if that would work. Yeah, and I think Joel Embiid is, is, is a bit overrated as well. I feel like... Um, I would take Chris Tops Porzingis over Joel Embiid. Really? Oh yeah, heartbeat, easy. 
Porzingis is way more athletic. He, you can just see he moves on the floor a lot, a lot better. His shooting is a lot more natural. His timing on blocking shots is at a higher, is much, much better. Much. I would just take him overall. I think he's better than uh, Joel Embiid. Mm. I think Joel Embiid is like a couple donuts away from turning into like a poor man's shack. <laughs> yeah, a couple donuts. <laughs> Uh, there, there is a lot of videos of him uh, kind of eating not so healthy. I've seen. Bro, he he he's a little slow. Have you ever noticed him? He's a little slow out there. Yeah, I mean he's uh, but then again, Zion is uh considered pretty big and he's killing it. So I'm not, I'm not really sure. Well, it's not about not not necessarily the weight because I mean you can you can be heavy like Zion and, and be able to move. Joel and B can't move, man. I <laughs> can't move at all. <laughs> he does straight know how to cry though. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, he cries like like a little bit. Alright, this next one is a pretty is a pretty big unpopular opinion. Do you mm-hmm. think Katie is a snake for leaving um OKC to join the Warriors back in uh what was it like I don't know, twenty sixteen or something? Twenty sixteen, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't believe he's a snake. I think a lot of people want to brand brand him as a snake. I mean, but think about it. You're playing on an OKC franchise that had James Harden and Serge Ibaka, and you watch the franchise, you know, and fall then and I completely fall apart. Like you had three MVPs on one team with the Defensive Player of the Year and the super nice, strong core around them, and you're and you. And if you're KD, you watch the the general manager basically just dismantle that team, mm-hmm. and you know now and you're basically getting paired where it's a one-two like fight with Russell every game, where right. there's no there's no ball movement going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're him, you'd leave. Yeah, like you know maybe he shouldn't have picked the the Dubs to go to, but I'm not blaming him for wanting to leave. Um, and I'm not blaming him for even picking the dubs. I mean, aesthetically, it looks bad to go to the dubs, but I wouldn't blame him. The dubs, there's ball movement, there's chemistry, there's like good team culture. I mean, it's really attractive. I, I wouldn't call him a snake. I think Stephen A. Smith needs to calm down when he when he starts calling it the weakest move in sports history. Like, yeah, he did. Dude, you would have done the same decision. Let's just be honest. Just put that it's one on blast. Okay. he's literally given a ring like anybody else in his situation be like yeah I mean it makes sense because if he went to a different team it's still maybe some of the same problems at at at, uh, OKC would have happened at some other team versus going to the Warriors it's just kind of like and then plus in like 10 years no one's gonna realize that he did that they're just gonna see that he has two rings and you know what I mean they're gonna forget Oh, 100% dude. But think about it like this. Imagine if you were like a software engineer at just some random company, like random startup, and you got the opportunity to go to like Google. Bro, you're leaving to Google, okay? That's not, let's not act like this. Like if you got a job opportunity to go somewhere better, like you're going to always go. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to always go. I mean, yeah. This one I, I saw online somewhere and I kind of agree with it. People are saying 
regular NBA season and the entire playoffs are way too long. Oh yeah. Um, it's instead of like 82, it should be like around 60 games, is what they were saying. You agree with 82 that? 82 is long. I I I actually have to agree with that one because um, college basketball. Well, think about it like this, man. A high school basketball player. If you're an elite high school basketball player, you'll you'll get up to 25 to 35 games in a season. 35 is like the most if you're going to like tons of tournaments. And then you go to college, and if you play, you know, lots of tournament games, and you go through all the way to the national championship, you're playing about 40, 42 games. And then next step up is NBA, and they double it to 82. Yeah. Like, what is that? Like, commissioner. Yeah, it leads to injuries. Like, Commissioner Silver, what are you doing, bro? Like, come on. Like, you're going to, like, high school, college, and then pro, it doubles from college to pro. And it doesn't only go up maybe five to ten games from high school to college. I don't understand that big of a jump. That just seems too big of a leap to me. It leads to injuries. It kind of leads to the the competition kind of dying during the dog days of the season. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you get into like you know, January. I don't know about you, man, but I see dudes like resting, like that whole load management thing. Guys are resting in January and February. Why? Because it's an 82 game season. Mm -hmm. I think, come on. If the players have to have load management, the season's way too long. And honestly, um, like most fans don't even watch, don't even care what's going on when it's like in the half of the season. Yeah. No, 100%. The fans aren't going to carry their way. I mean, they're they're going to still go to the games. Mm-hmm. The length the length of the season. The only reason why they're doing it is cuz they're just trying to make money. They're just trying to make money. Yeah. They're trying they're trying to like create a the NBA if you if you just kind of you know, do the math based on like uh, um roughly like about a $50 ticket price for the, about 17,000 seats you're looking at about 650 million dollars on ticket money in a season on an 82 game season mm-hmm. like and if you shrink that in half you're looking at about a 350 million dollar ticket revenue three, oh, 325 three, 325 million revenue for ticket sales in a season you know they're just being capitalist you know capitalists here and just they're just trying to get more and more money they're not thinking about the product they're putting out there they're not thinking about the players they're just thinking about you know money and then the and then all of the the tv stations basically put like a 70 game minimum to get full tv money that's oh. all it comes down to man it's all about it always just comes down to the money that's why the season is so long you know that's why the season's so long, and I see all these. The reason why I think this is an unpopular opinion is because you see all these like old heads and the NBA guys, and some of these fans that will say eighty-two. Let's keep doing it, but you're right, man. We need to shrink the NBA season down. But like, we even, need to shrink. Um, the playoffs, if they changed it to like kind of be like March Madness, where it's just one game, that would be very entertaining. Oh, you think so? Yeah, because that way, literally any team has a chance to win if they just have like a good game. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, that would definitely change everything, though. Like home court advantage wouldn't really mean as much. Seven, like the whole seven game series idea of you know the home court advantage and being able to space and pace yourself. You, you're you're completely changing the NBA if you make it a one. 
Damn. Looks like we're having some uh, technical difficulties, guys. Give me one second. Completing it. Cut. Yeah, so if it was one game, that would change it. I mean, the reason why they do seven games, I think, like you said earlier, was because of money. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, like, what's the point of having, you know, to seven if like, if it's if it's if it's three and zero, it's pretty much over, except for that one time when the Warriors came back. I mean, the Cleveland came back. That was actually crazy. But yeah, I was. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, awesome. the uh, NBA season returning with the whole 22 teams in Disney World yeah so I think most people are really excited about it coming back I'm not as excited about it coming back for like 22 teams and all that because I'm thinking about um, they're going to be ending in mid-October and then the season comes back December 1st, I'm just like, that sounds like a nightmare to me. Like, that sounds like a nightmare. Like, I feel like if you guys were going to come back, you should already come back right now. Like, yeah, having, I- having, yeah, having it come back this late is kind of a bad, bad look, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Uh, What was that? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I was saying um, it's interesting because a lot of players actually don't want to come back. You know, they don't want to leave their families for like, I think for like three months and live in some, some kind of bubble. Although I guess if I was forced to live in a bubble, Disney World wouldn't be the worst place. <laughs> However- uh, Oh, <laughs> Disney World is a bubble. I think unpopular opinion, they shouldn't have gone to Disney World. They should have gone to like LA or, or you know, somewhere like that. I wouldn't have gone to, no. And then the whole and let families come. I'd let families come. I wouldn't make it as long, you know. I don't know why you can't finish regular season and then go into playoffs and finish playoffs in like a month, month and a half. Like, why has it got to take three months, you know, to do this? Two, like, two and a half months to do this. You know, you got everyone all in the same spot. You know, back when you're playing high school or college, man, like, think about it like this. March Madness is 60, like, eight teams or whatever with all their playing games. And they finished the whole thing and they finished the whole thing in three weeks. And it's interesting. I think, you think it's because it's like... They're all, they only have like one court, right? So they all gotta take turns or like three months is just a crazy amount of time. Yeah, that's the thing. They're gonna have multiple courts. I'd be shocked if they have don't have multiple courts. They're gonna have multiple courts. If they don't have multiple courts, what are you, what are you doing NBA with all your money and access and resource? Like you better be putting out like five or six courts. I don't know why it's gonna take you two and a half months. College can do it in three weeks high school can finish their playoffs in like three weeks why is it taking you guys two and a half months like, well i think um since there's still a lot of teams that are that might still qualify for the eighth seed so in the beginning they're going to be fighting for the eighth seed i i hear you on that one but i don't buy that i'm like 
with a with random with with a weird year like this, you're putting an asterisk on the season anyway. Just take the eight that you already have. Oh, so you think it should be sixteen only, not twenty-two? Just just take the top eight from each side and just roll with it. I mean, you know, you can reseed them out to one through sixteen. That works for me. But there's no reason in making and actually having like eight regular season games. I don't like that. I don't see the point to that. It's it's already a weird year. You're already putting an asterisk on it anyway. You don't gotta extend it out. Yeah. I think um, another pretty unpopular opinion. Uh, well, these are just like kind of like small ones that I saw online. People were saying uh, offensive goaltending should be allowed. Goaltending? Yeah, like they were like a block is a block unless a player went underneath the net. Then it should count. It should still count as like a block if they still swiped it. I can agree to that. I can agree to that. Like in Europe, they they don't have goaltending, like the same rules that they have here in America. I actually could agree to that. I know a lot of people who would say no to that, but I agree. Agree to that because I think it actually hurts us because when our guys go play overseas in the Olympics. Well, they then have to play FIBA rules, and FIBA rules don't have the same goaltending laws. Mm, I see what you're saying. So I, t- I agree to that. I don't know. What do you do? You agree to that? Yeah, I mean, I get it. If like the ball is literally inside, and they just put their hand above it and poke it out, that is. Mm-hmm. But if it's like on the way down, and they still get it, that should still count as a block, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, uh, I'm with you. I don't, yeah, I think goaltending is, is kind of silly. I think a block's a block, regardless of where it is. It's a block. As long as they didn't, like, touch the rim, that's the only reason that's, so, like, offensive interference with, like, the rim is the only thing I'd call. Yeah. Okay, so, um, do you think there should be a four-point line beyond half court? If they, if they shoot it, before the half court or at the half court, that should count as four points. Oh, no, 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 no. I might be one of the only people out there that will say this, but I don't, I don't, I don't vibe with the four point line. So just threes and max then? Give me just threes. The whole four point thing, maybe I'm old school, but that just sounds gimmicky to me. Right. I mean, even if there was, you'd be kind of crazy to just keep on throwing up four-pointers, half-courts throughout the game. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. I understand why people would want it. I mean, you look at guys like Steph Curry and Dame Lillard, and they're pulling up from like 40 feet, so you want to give them a, you know, you want to reward them for that shot, but I'm like, I don't, I think their reward is the fact that they're spacing the floor. That's their reward, that they space the floor for their team so they can get better shots to everyone else. I don't, I don't vibe with the four-point play. That would be interesting too, because if there was a four, uh, like a four-point line, people would have to play like press them then in the, uh, the entire court. Otherwise, they could just shoot half courts, and that would be. Well, you make a good point there. You do make a good point there. Um, if you did make a four-point line, now you have to guard them out there a little bit tighter because it is more points. That actually is a good good point. Okay. Okay. 
Okay, I'll think about it. You might sway me. You might sway me. <laughs> There's a shot. There's a shot. You might sway me on that. Right. Okay, so our last topic is a heavily debated one. Yep, I told you all about this one. So I, I have an unpopular opinion that I believe that Tom Brady is not the goat. He's very overrated. He is a, he is a great player in my opinion. You know, he does deserve multiple Pro Bowls, and you know, but I don't believe that he is. He was the main catalyst of those six championships. Um, I do believe that there is numbers of quarterback better than him. Um, Joe Montana, name Namath, um, Peyton Manning. I take any of these guys over him. Um, Will very much disagrees with me. <laughs> I, I very much, I very much stick to my guns. Um, I'm also the guy though that wants to to say that. Um, The goat isn't even a quarterback. The goat is. Um, I think if you were going to pick a goat figure, I think you probably have to pick either a running back or a defensive player. If you're going to actually pick a true goat, someone who could who can uh, impact the game from multiple different ways. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Lawrence Taylor. I'm a big fan of Deion Sanders. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, oh, what was that? That that old time running back uh, Emmett Smith. I'm a big fan of guys like that for the goat. I, I uh, you have the floor, Mr. Pepper. What do you think? I I know I frustrate you with this. <laughs> the okay, talking about quarterbacks, right? Strictly, yeah. Yeah. the only quarterback that you can have the argument that might be better than Tom Brady is Joe Montana, right? He's the only oh. maybe, but however. Joe Montana had Jerry Rice for his almost like throughout his whole career while playing, and then um, he won like like how many rings? Like four rings, right? Three of those rings he had Jerry Rice, right? Tom yeah. Brady uh, really had no name receivers with him for any of his rings. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no receivers for any any of his rings. He did. He's able to take these no-name receivers and turn them into superstars, like Edelman and Mendoza and all these other guys. He only played with two Hall of Famers, which is Gronk and Randy Moss, really. But everybody yeah. else, relatively, you know, not 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 really known before playing with him. I want to say right now, Gronk got him at least two rings. <laughs> Gronk. Gronk won him at least two of those rings by himself. Like, if you were to like pick, pick up sole person, you can't do that in football. It's a team game. But if you're gonna pick, pick put, put, stamp one guy's name to a couple of those rings, you're stamping at least two of those rings to Gronk. Gronk won those rings for for Brady. I'll say like this: I've said this to, to you, and I've said this to other people. Tom Brady played in a system where they did five to ten yard slot dumps as passes, and then. He had 
on an historically great offensive line that would give him so much time in the pocket. It's ridiculous. And all he had to do was these little five to 10 yard dump passes and then his guys would just go make it happen. Now his guys may not have been the brand, brand names at the beginning of their careers, but they're brand names now. Looking at guys like Wes Welker, you're looking at Julian Edelman, you're looking at Danny Amendola, you're looking at, uh, what's his name, Branch from the 2000s, uh, Gronk, Randy Moss. He's had slews of guys that he does that five-yard dump pass to, and they just take off, and they just haul ass, and they and they, and they go win it. Uh, Grunk, for example, like six foot seven, two sixty monster. He had him for the last like ten years of his career. They think they won like three titles together. I think three, if I'm mistaken. And dude, literally, if you gave Grunk to any quarterback, that quarterback's winning a Super Bowl, at least one Super Bowl. You grunk, you could just you can toss it anywhere, and that man's gonna 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 haul it in. Like this belief that Tom Brady is this like stud quarterback to like me. I would pit. I would honestly pit Peyton Manning over him. Pick Aaron Rodgers over him. I pick Namath. I pick Brett Favre. Like. <laughs> Payne Manning is really good, but he's not a performer in the playoffs. He's choked so many times. You know, during the regular season, he he, he does really well, but when it comes to clutch time, when it counts, he does, he is not able to perform as well as Tom Brady. And Tom Brady, I do agree with you. He's in terms of like physically, he's probably one of the worst. Right? He can't run. He can't all this stuff. His ability to like that, like he came into the league like as like a fourth string quarterback. And worked and proved himself all the way up to, to this point. Yeah, he's like one of the best. Is like his story is just crazy, and his he's called like um, the comeback kid because he's clutch in the moments that he's needed to be, which is like amazing in his own right. I think. I'm just gonna say, man. I don't know if we're gonna agree on this subject, but I'll just say, you pick put Aaron Rodgers or Peyton Manning on the Patriots teams of the last. 10 years like put them in their prime in the Patriots teams the last 10 years where Patriots had these dynamic defenses great offensive line and solid weapons within them with a system where you just did 5 10 yard dumps they're winning more than like 3 Super Bowls in the last 10 years they would have ran the table <laughs> especially like Aaron Rodgers he would have ran the table if you give him grunk with that Patriots defense they would have ran the table <laughs> I think I do think that Tom Brady was put in a good system. You know, his coach Belichick. You know, it's great coach. They had he did have Gronk, and but I think it's really him that is able to perform to to perform well in this system, especially. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see this. We'll see this year because unfortunately, uh, Tom and Gronk. They're still together, but they're now playing in a brand new system. It's not the same system that Tom's used to. So we'll see who's we'll, we'll see who's right. We'll see. We'll see who's right. <laughs> All right. I think this is like pretty good first episode. What do you think? I think it's pretty good. I think we were able to talk talk uh, a lot of things out, and then going forward, I'm excited, man. I, I want to hear more and more people's unpopular opinions. I mean, please, everyone, like, um, you know, comment your your favorite unpopular opinions um tell us who you want to come on the show 
to give their favorite their unpopular opinions and their takes on things happening in sports and pop culture we want to have people voice their opinions yep exactly and then you know next week or whenever the next episode is we're gonna put some more opinions out there it's not always gonna be about sports it could be about tiktok or i don't know tv shows or anything really uh, tiktok yeah 